Welcome to the Talking with Tata podcast. I'm your host, Andy Schneider, also known as Tata. This week's podcast is with Sophia, who is a stylist, but also a friend. And she's really inspired by her international upbringing between Buenos Aires, LA, and Miami. Sophia developed her love of fashion at a very young age. Not only is she a wardrobe stylist based in New York City, but she's really been working in the fashion industry for about 15 years. Her true love is helping people. And really what we discuss in today's podcast is there's so much more of an emotional factor of getting ready and getting dressed every day, whether you are pregnant, postpartum, it really doesn't matter. You wake up and if you look good, you feel good. I could debate that topic for hours and hours. What we discuss is really just how to determine someone's style. I don't really know my style. It changes every day. She really is a closet editor. At times she can be a builder as well, but just looking at someone's closet and really learning a story from them. We discuss how fashion and style in general has changed with COVID. A lot of people are finding it harder to dress themselves. And just five things that every woman, including moms, should own. How to make their life easier with one simple accessory. A lot of my job is meeting people and kind of taking away anxieties. I'm no therapist, but there's a lot of therapy in it. 100% Um, I agree with that. Listen, I started this, I love clothes. Mm -hmm. It's like flashy and the sequins and the feathers and everything, but it's really grown into just helping women walk into their wardrobe and even when they're leaving their house just feel so confident and like happy and alive and and ready to take on anything your wardrobe should be a place of inspiration peace peace of mind Mm -hmm. like you walk in there you know everything fits you well you know how it goes together you have a core closet of pieces that just all like kind of work together and Mm -hmm. whatnot it shouldn't be something that's like intimidating or annoying or stressful leading to a panic attack yeah Today's Tata's tip of the week is allowing your child to help you dress them. A lot of times you are racing in the morning or maybe getting ready for dinner and you want to just dress your child right away. Here's the outfit. I'm putting it on. I'm doing your shoes. But what you'll learn in today's podcast is allowing your child to be more independent will have long-term benefits for them. What does that mean? Gross and fine motor skills. So gross motor skills could be rolling over, moving their head side to side. And as they age, really just doing things maybe a little bit more specific, like throwing a basketball. Fine motor skills would be something like tying your shoe or maybe pushing or pulling, using your hands to grasp at something. And one of the most important things that a child can do is helping you. Allow them to help you put a dish away. Or if they're a little bit younger, allow them to help you put your shoes on. It is our instinct to grab a shoe and put it on our child. But get them more involved. Not only will it help improve their gross and fine motor skills, but also they will learn new words while helping you. If you're going to show them a shoe and say shoe 10 times in a row while you're putting it on them or while they're putting it on themselves... They will learn a lot faster than they would if you were just to say shoe and walk away or do it for them. So this week's tip is to really involve your child in dressing. I met Sophia a few years ago after my many closet panic attacks, let's call them. I had a lot of clothing, but nothing seemed to go together. I always went back to what I would call my typical look. Fast forward a few years later, Sophia has helped me change basically my entire wardrobe. So thank you for that. You work with what I have. You encourage me to try new things. And 
You work with a budget that I sometimes do give you, not always. But to be honest, you're very kind. You're easy to work with. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your background with styling and fashion. So I've been in the industry about 15 years. Mm -hmm. I started actually, I got my business degree in um, Paris in graduate school. With an emphasis on luxury markets, I studied LVMH and all the, like the big titans in the luxury field. Mm-hmm. And it was there that I was like, wow, I really want to pursue something within the fashion world, not just any other facet of business. Um, Were you working prior to this or you you went right into business school? So I had dabbled. I worked at a little boutique in college at during like the first, second year of college. Mm-hmm. And I did like the e-commerce, the buying I was a model. I was the photographer and the model at the same time. Sometimes. I mean, for those who can't see you right now, you look like Margot Robbie. You Stop. are Barbie to me. I call you Barbie every time. Modeling. It was really, I kind of tried everything, assisting, buying everything. So that was fun on the side, but definitely going to school and like seeing how, you know, important the luxury industry was mm-hmm. becoming at the time because now it's kind of changed. Yep. Do you think it's changed in a good way or a bad way? I mean, it's kind of like taken over the world. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, it's really interesting, especially with social media and people's yep. appearance and even like product knowledge and seeing new products come out. It's just wild how mm-hmm. fast everything is. So I worked there while in school and then I got out and I joined a boutique in Miami actually the Webster Fall Harbor (laughs) yeah no it actually the one down on Collins oh oh I didn't realize there was a second one yeah no that was the first one and it was just like thrown into the mix that I worked with like all these fashion editors Vogue editors celebrities like it was crazy and I really got a hands-on experience in the retail world in the best way it was like a Mm -hmm. small boutique with amazing heads my boss there was this amazing woman with great style she has great style style. but yeah that kind of threw me into the world of styling and retail and everything like learning about products we had like so many clinics and trainings and stuff and it was really eye-opening to like working with people within Mm -hmm. the industry instead of just like marketing or branding or something like that and I loved it I loved the energy I loved the clothes obviously I loved creating the looks Sometimes we'd get to do like red carpet things. I filmed a few TV shows. Like it was really, really like a fast forward period in my life. And then eventually I I moved to New York and started doing it on my own. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to throw a few questions at you before we kind of go into just styling in general. What was really your first fashion memory? So my first fashion memory, my mom loves fashion too. And she used to actually make my clothes, which sounds not cool but it was really cool like these little smocked like british dresses wow is your mom she kept none of them but (laughs) we're working on getting some new ones is she british or no we're all argentine okay everyone's from okay got it but there's a lot of british french influence down there she had her own little boutique like very love shack fancy vibe wow yeah that was kind of my first memory and then like putting all my little dolls in their dresses and everything obviously everyone does that but (laughs) but yeah maybe not me i I had a tour wardrobe essentially wow (laughs) i love that so how would you describe your style in three words i think it changes from Uh time to time i definitely when i dress up i love to tap into like that feminine energy very feminine but lately it's a bit more androgynous like Mm -hmm. I like like oversized and fluid things classic for sure Mm -hmm. I like to be innovative I like to push myself I like to lately I'm really into color blocking and like introducing new colors where like something's unexpected or like a vintage piece that's Mm -hmm. really where I have a lot of fun nowadays so yep and you 
kind of throw that on, I mean, not throw it on, but do you push that onto your clients in any way? So there's like stages, I think, in dressing for everyone. Mm -hmm. I think there's stages for everyone. Like when you start, you kind of need like your core closet and everything. Then you can get into like fun evening dressing Mm -hmm. and changing things up and then introducing maybe vintage. I mean, you can do it from the beginning, but Mm -hmm. there's definitely stages to redoing your whole wardrobe. And I try to stick to that schedule. Yep. Just because I'm like an OCD person, but um, (laughs) you definitely are. I can vouch for that. (laughs) What about any style icons? Do you have any? So many. I mean, I love French girl fashion, Corinne Reutfeld, all those Vogue France editors. Mm -hmm. Then like the London girls, Sienna Miller, I'm obsessed with. Yeah. But you know what? I think the place I get the most inspiration, even more so than social media is like the woman on the street. Like I love just Mm. people watching and seeing someone really well-dressed in real life. Like that to me is so much more inspiring than like a photograph from the past or. Right. Someone posed on Instagram. I love influencers, but like then something on Instagram. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's more, just more real life and like, oh, hey, I'm going to go find a pant like that tomorrow. Absolutely. And rock it with like a red shoe or whatever it is. Right. I also think a lot of times people, I mean, look, it depends on someone's budget, but yeah. you know, I'm obsessed with Morgan Stewart and oh, yeah. I <laughs> cannot look like her, but you know, she'll you post like something. Right now. What Thank you. you. <laughs> um, but well, you styled me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she might put up a picture and you know, it's somewhat of how do I find that piece? That's something vintage that she had from a hundred years ago. Yeah. So I think it's trying to like find your own style within someone else's. Yeah, definitely. When I ask when I first start with a client, I ask them who your icons are. Yeah. She comes up a lot. Yeah. Love her. And that helps. Yep. Because we create kind of like a grid of what their vision is. And then I get to know you and we incorporate like your real life and like what works for you because stilettos aren't for everyone. Yeah. Really. So that actually kind of leads into my next question. How would you really determine someone's, I guess, personal style? You know, can you walk us through yep. your process of what you do? So... A lot of people, let's say with a stranger or Mm -hmm. like if I meet someone word of mouth, I love to see their closet first. I think that getting into what you're wearing every day is really important. I'll check out your Instagram. I'll have you send me selfies (laughs) from the last few weeks, like anything. I just absorb as many images as possible in the beginning. Then we get into your closet and we do like a full closet edit. Then I create like a closet list Mm -hmm. of what you need. And then we go from there. But it kind of depends. Like that's usually how I start with like a a long-term client. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, look, I can back that up since you have my sister. Well, my sister really got me a few birthday presents with you really as you were my gift. Yeah. And that's actually something, you know, I was so nervous when you walked into my house last summer because I was and because I don't fashion isn't for, you know, it's not my thing. Yeah. I think, you know, you came in and I was just like somewhat dreading it. I think I was, if I'm being honest, I was like, what's going to fit? What's not going to fit today? Is she going to hate my style? Is she going to work with what I like and what I don't? And I, you know, like, trust me, it worked out great. I can say that I will work with you forever. But yeah. I do think that one thing that people should know about you is, you know, you came in, you worked with my personality, you made it easy, you brought 100 different sizes for things, you know, you brought an H&M belt and a Zara top, mm-hmm. and then mixed it with, you know, Totem or like whatever it was, you mix and match and you really do go with all budgets, all styles, right. all different personalities. Yeah, so of course. I actually love a budget. It gives me a framework to work around. I'm like, Interesting. How many looks do you want? What do you ideally what do you want to spend? Sometimes yeah. people, when you say budget, they're like, ah, yeah. I don't want to answer this. And I'm like, don't worry. It's just like, let's talk about what you want to spend this day. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of my job is meeting people and kind of taking away anxieties. I'm mm-hmm. no therapist, but there's a lot of therapy in it. 
hundred percent. I agree with that. Listen, I started this. I love clothes. Mm -hmm. It's like flashy and the sequins and the feathers and everything, but it's really grown into just helping women walk into their wardrobe. And even when they're leaving their house, just feel so confident and like happy and alive and and ready to take on anything. Your wardrobe should be a place of inspiration, peace, peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Like you walk in there, you know, everything fits you well, you know how it goes together. You have a core closet of pieces that just all like kind of work together and Mm -hmm. whatnot. It shouldn't be something that's like intimidating or annoying or stressful leading to a panic attack. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Fashion has always been somehow my, I guess, stressor in life. My, one of my big stressors, just styling myself. Yeah. Would you consider- You're not alone. (laughs) Thank you. Would you consider yourself a closet editor or a builder? Definitely lots of editing in the beginning when I work with someone Mm -hmm. and we're always editing, but no, my job is to help you build a functioning, great chic wardrobe that's wearable and feels good and at the end of the day, reflects your personal style. Absolutely. So just because I am curious about just building this business, you know, I relied very heavily on social media at a time, you know, Mm -hmm. during COVID, I really started this whole talking with Tata. And for me, that's where I get my clients. That's where I post information for my clients. That's everything. I know that we've talked in the past about how, you know, do a TikTok, do this. Like, it's not your favorite thing, but do I'm you- I'm with the TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we both follow you. I love it. But would you say you take advantage of social media? Has it changed your career in any way? Or is that not something you I really- mean, yeah, it's crazy. Social media is such a great tool. It's really, really wild. I can't believe I'm on TikTok. I'm way too old to be on there. You're not too old. We're here Go and we're it. doing it live. Um, <laughs> no, it's great. And I think that it- builds momentum like Mm -hmm. no matter who you are and I know I'm definitely shy sometimes and especially in the beginning I'm like who am I to post like you know or like tell people what to do but you know what I'm one opinion of many there's so many other great stylists out there and why not why not create a little platform that shows like what you do and you can connect with people I've met a lot of my clients on social media and yeah they've become really dear friends and it's just, it's amazing. Wow. So it really has kind of in some way changed your career path. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Would you say that COVID has changed it? You know, fashion and style, it changes and it changed with COVID. Are people, I mean, I know I am, but are people finding it harder to dress themselves since 2020? I think people are more confused. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely changed. I I think everyone goes through stages in life. Every year, your mm-hmm. life changes. Like what you need, what kind of job you have. If you just had a kid. Yeah, weddings. Um, weddings, if you're getting engaged. Yeah. Like there's so many different life elements, but definitely for sure COVID has made things, even COVID and its effect on social media because a lot more people yeah. were watching things on social. But yeah, I think there's more of a comfort and ease to things. I think nobody's really gravitating. I mean, there's the platform shoes, but like the day-to-day, day they're in more comfortable clothes like I love your outfit right now thank you hopefully it's comfortable styled by Sophie very comfortable (laughs) and cute yep but yeah at least for me that's kind of changed my view Mm -hmm. on everything and kind of looking good while you're comfortable like I have all these cashmere sets that I work from home in and it's like such a game changer to feel put together within your own house instead of like my collection of free city raggedy sweats that I love but you know sometimes you want to feel like you got to hop on a Zoom or I have to FaceTime all day long. Yeah. So it's nice to feel comfortable, feel put together, like our new way of world. Life. Yeah. 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 Look, and you've helped me with that because when you first came, I said, I'm on the floor with two-year-olds all day long. Don't yeah. make me look good. I don't want to spend money. I want to wear gym clothes. Yeah. And then 
I go to my Zooms and well, now I have this podcast. So now you really have to help me. But you're a superstar. um, Thank you. But, (laughs) you know, it's going from, you know, and our producer Haley, it's going from being on the floor with her son Mm -hmm. to going to maybe a function like a birthday party after this or doing podcasts. And you kind of want to go from that professional to more relaxed look. And I think that's really what I've seen as a big change since COVID. Also, Weddings were really overflowing post-COVID, and now I think things are slowing down, maybe Mm -hmm. the big parties. And I do think there's always going to be a wedding. There's always going to be a party, but fashion has to kind of find its fitting, I guess, way back into the new world. Definitely. It's actually, for me, I'm always reading about this because for me, it's gone both ways. Mm -hmm. Yes, it went more minimalistic and into leisure, but people also were really dying to have like that amazing moment in like a neon piece with... um you know, embellishments and I don't know. I think it's gone both ways. Yeah. I think people day still want to look good. Yeah. And they want to have that moment. I mean, we were shut outside of the world for a year. It yeah. was a crazy time. And I think people just want to live their life and have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, look, I went to a wedding this weekend and you helped me with it, but I was like, I want to look good. I don't go out anymore. So thank you. (laughs) As you know, we work with all moms, parents in the Tata community. You know, they're running from office to the park for a class, hopefully a Tata class to school pickup. I know my sister is very social and she goes from one thing to the next, the three kids, all of that. So do you have any advice for moms just trying to look good and feel good? Okay. For moms, I think that functionality is great in your wardrobe. Also outerwear, like investing in good jackets and Mm -hmm. pieces that you can throw on, whether you have on athleisure and then you put a little blazer on top. Like it's a game changer. Um, and you can take it off after and put on a t-shirt. Like you need versatility in your pieces. Yeah. So, and that goes for New York and Miami, honestly, because you can yeah. do a coat, but you could also do yeah. gym clothes with the blazer here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think outerwear is important, especially when you become like your late twenties, early thirties, like your wardrobe's evolving and yeah. it's a little more important than before. Yeah. Before we were, you were maybe in a puffer or something yeah. like that. Which what do I you- still love puffer, but <laughs> You would probably hate all my codes. No. Um, <laughs> something that a lot of our Tata moms wrote in when I put you on my Instagram, you know, what do you think about pregnancy style? Yeah. Um, and we'll get to postpartum afterwards, but how do you look cute when you're pregnant? Okay. So <laughs> my first step that I've kind of started doing the last two years is let's go into your closet and put everything that's not going to work for you for the next three, yeah. six, eight, like nine months aside, mm-hmm. whether we zip it up in a garment bag, put it in a different closet, whatever it is, like out of sight, out of mind. So then when you do walk into your closet, everything is functional and you know, you can wear it. You can do this like at several stages in your pregnancy if you want, but I find that really helpful. It's less frustrating. You don't go in and look at like your favorite trouser that's that you not going to fit you anytime right. soon. Like even post-pregnancy, like you yeah. need a little time. You're taking the emotion, yeah. you know, the stress out of it at all, yeah. which I, I like. So I love how you're kind of going by stages of pregnancy. Yep. yep. What about postpartum? Postpartum, I think we kind of go back to, let's say, first of all, like take it easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. I think you can still wear a lot of the pieces towards the end of your pregnancy, but maybe start changing up, like adding in like a soft pant, mm-hmm. like a lounge pant instead of dresses and, right. you know, towards the end, there's a lot of dresses and yeah. jumpsuits. But I think it's just like about taking it easy on yourself and kind of finding your new groove. Yeah. Um, it's a sensitive time, obviously. Yeah. And there's a lot of pressure, you know, whether you had a boy and you have to have a bris or you're expect you have a baby and then a month later it's summer and you're expected yeah. to just 
I be find myself out and about. reminding clients a lot, like you just made a human. Yeah. Like, don't worry. Like, don't even post the picture. Like, there's no one, there's no paparazzi. Like, just, right. just relax and enjoy the time with your newborn. And yeah. You know, pick up the pieces and add a jacket if you need to. But absolutely. Yeah. And so going back to social media, you know, you wear something once, you can't post it because you don't want to see it. You don't want someone to see it again. So I do think there's so many elements, especially with just, you know, new parents, old parents, whatever it is, like the stress and the emotion that, again, going back to fashion and styling, like there is so much that you need to be a therapist for. Yeah, totally. So a few more questions for you. Three items that you just think every mom should have. I think a crossbody bag is a game changer. Okay. Especially if you're in a city, first of all, you should have a crossbody bag. Yeah, but ease. Crossbody bag. I think another great thing is headwear. Like as a mom, you're heading to the park. You're going to a soccer game. Like you're outside a lot. So yep. why don't you get like a nice baseball cap or a, a big Gucci sun hat or something that excites you to put yeah. on? I think something easy to update for moms is like your sunglasses and mm-hmm. accessories, like a great new pair of sunnies every year, every yep. season. Yep. Um, so really like accessories to just make someone feel a little bit. Yeah. Like you're feeling more completed your outfit, yeah. whether it's a bag, a hat, a belt, su- yeah, belt, sunglasses. Yeah. Okay, got it. And I think that can go for everyone if you're listening and you're not a mom. Yeah, you know, I need new sunglasses. Heads up, I can yeah. do some help with that. Yeah. Exactly. And just one final question I have for you. You know, I have a lot of trouble finding ways to just rewear something that's more of a classic staple. Mm-hmm. I think I'm really good at buying a great dress that I'll wear once and never wear again. Right. And I don't always want to break the bank. And you know, how do you suggest just our listeners? change our shopping habits to really buy things that might be more classic and staples. Okay. So one of the best things I learned over the last few years is you only have so many decisions that you can make in a day. Did you know that? That you can make like well at least. So if you can take that away as much as possible by creating a core closet of classic pieces and go-to outfits that you have that all kind of mix and match and go together like – you're giving power to your life and like energy to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it really is a game changer. As far as buying things you can rewear again, I think it honestly comes with age and time. Like mm-hmm. I suddenly find myself looking at pieces from the row differently than I did five or 10 years ago. I'm like, $800 for this. Like yeah. what? But that's what you wear every day. Like yeah. why not feel an amazing fabric for a t-shirt? Like, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it comes with time though. It's, really easy when you're young to be like, oh, I'm buying this new Balmain jacket or Mm -hmm. the Zimmerman dress, the Zimmerman era. Like, oh my gosh. And then you don't want to wear it again because you posted it. Like I'd rather you have three great cashmere sweaters and an amazing pair of trousers that you can wear to date night Mm -hmm. over and over again than um, like a flowery, you know, decorative piece. Trust me, I love that stuff. But especially now with all this, like it's very on trend to be more minimalistic yeah. and like the top you have on today it's not just a regular white top it's a yeah. little bit of a crinkle texture and it's interesting and, and I've worn it with probably five times now and we I got it what a month Good. ago it with jeans and different yep. uh, I wore it with a skirt recently and I think yeah I think kind of going back to like mixing and matching but with staples yeah absolutely yeah and that's more helpful than yeah looking good on Instagram I completely well. I deleted my personal Instagram. So I agree with that. <laughs> You're um, on another level. <laughs> I'm on another level. <laughs> We're gonna do some rapid fire so everyone can get to know you. Miami or New York? Oh boy, starting hard. New York, baby. Oh, okay. Flats <laughs> or heels? I think lately flats. Okay. Uh, beach or mountain? Beach. Summer or winter? 
Summer. I thought that was pretty obvious for you. <laughs> uh, blonde or brunette? Uh, mix. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Uh, dress or pants? I'm a pant girl lately. Interesting. Okay. But you're wearing a dress. I, I like know. that. Pizza or pasta? Pizza. Pizza or French fries? Oh my God. Pizza. Pizza over everything. Okay. So pizza over sushi. Yeah. Okay. And I love sushi, but. Same farts or Saint-Tropez? Same farts. Okay. <laughs> I love that you just said that. That's my favorite place in the world. It's the best. Party or stay at home? Oh gosh. You know this. Stay at home. <laughs> See, I love that that's your answer because people wouldn't expect that from you. I think no. you look glamorous, so yeah. people would think you're out partying every day. No. We did that. I love like yeah. my cashmere sets and yeah, absolutely. Netflix. I don't know. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Okay. Um, and my final one, I would say, would you go with more natural makeup or more uh, party makeup? Oh, no. Super into natural makeup. And I think the goal is no makeup. I think that's so cool when girls the no just makeup rock that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, listen, you might need a good esthetician or a great yep. facial, but yeah. So where can our listeners find you? You're the first one in our new studio. I guess. I, oh, my God. It's gorgeous. So on Instagram, I'm Sophia C. Style. And then I guess on TikTok. <laughs> Follow her on TikTok, guys. It's good. Sophia the Stylist. Oh, boy. Um, Sophia, oh yeah. S-O-F-I-A. So Sophia C. Style yep. and then Sophia the Stylist on TikTok. Yeah. And then what if new clients want to reach out to you? Should they DM you or website? You can DM me, but go to my website and you can learn a little more. It's SophiaCStyle.com. Okay. Yeah. All right, great. Thank, Thank you so for much for coming. Me. I love it. Of course. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't forget to visit Talking With Tata on Instagram and on Facebook.